This week on The Reverse Stick, it's a lovely Sunday afternoon here in Perth. We're just going to kick back, relax and have a lovely little chat about hockey. Greetings and welcome once again to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey chat this afternoon. Very relaxing today, isn't it? Mr. Matt Allen, my co-host. Hi, John. Have you got a cup of tea over there? I have got a cup of tea. I've got a uh, nice bottle of cool lime cordial and, and uh, water. Oh, good. Um, Very relaxing after that. Uh, I actually opened up with a can of iron brew, though, to get the sugar running. <laughs> so enough. hopefully I'll be able to deliver similar energy to um, my normal performances have you uh, had a good hockey week? Uh, a bit frustrating. Good, no, good in a, in a sense. Um, played walking hockey on Monday, but yep. then uh, oh no, you know, missed out on Wednesday night hockey because behind the bar and Southern River boys were enjoying the jugs. Had to cook their samosas for them as well. I'm oh, a big fan you? of the samosas. That was the oh. fi- that was the final round of oh. the forties yeah, summer the competition. Of samosa, yeah, well known. Into finals this week. Oh, have you got actually finals? Yeah, we did. One v four, two v three. So everybody's just getting a game again. Yep. Yeah. And, <laughs> okay. And then obviously the final, um, the week after that, so, that we'll be at home um, at the Nest. So after that whole completed season, there's only actually two games you really need to turn up and play. Yeah. Okay. And there might be a few that do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No qualification required. Um, missed out on the family hockey. So missed out on my Wednesday night hockey. Missed out on the family hockey on Thursday with a bye. But then did end up. Wasn't intended to, but ended up coaching some year 12 from the school next door oh. for a school session at lunchtime on the Friday, and it was thoroughly enjoyable. And I'm do- doing it again for the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, enjoyed that. So I've actually got to get my thinking cap on and what I'm going to do with them tomorrow. That, that order's passed. What's that? You're allowed to be around. I'm working business. with children, mate. Don't oh. you worry about it. Although it does run out at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get on with it. News. Well, and, it, and results. <laughs> results, yes. I was already thinking about the results, John, for the uh, Indoor World Cup. Indoor World Cup. What a fabulous tournament. Come, come and gone so quickly. <laughs> Hasn't it, just? It was a week ago we were talking on the eve of the uh, the first oh, games yeah. with Tyron. Um, fantastic work from Tyron and the team on the mic there. Um, hopefully you got to get your eyes on it on watch.hockey or if you're in South Africa on Super Sport. I don't know if it made it onto SABC. Yeah, did it like... Uh, Tyron intimated it might have done. Um, yeah, um, a great show, I'd say. Um, I think there's a um, um, great, um, great one more time. Lots of positive positivity out of having the um, tournament side by side and having that game a day for teams, uh, not doubling up on, on days. And um, yeah, it was, it was a, a good show by the FIH. I don't know if they did much there, you know, but the local organisers well, certainly did. It's Seems to have been thoroughly enjoyed by the crowds as well. Now, of course, we've witnessed further decline in Dutch, ma- Dutch men's hockey, <laughs> um, losing in a shootout to Austria. Um, he said at that time, Taylor. Consecutive. Uh, Tyron? Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was me. Um, Austria winning on the shootout, and the Dutch women, as Tyron told us, unstoppable, and uh, the train keeps rolling yeah. on. Yeah. Well done. Indoor world. Into a Hockey World Cup Champions 2023. Uh, top mean, scorer for the men core, but I haven't got the stats in front of me. I've, I've left my laptop at, um, at the office of all places, John. So I've been very laissez-faire about today's show. I've got a phone in my hand. It's all right. Can't really bother to use it. 
I've got a computer there. If you know how to use one of them, no. you're well, well, welcome to it. Nick, need to give that screen a clean. Um, we've got Pro League on uh, in Sydney. Yeah, apparently. China, sorry, the Snow Lotuses. Who knew? China, <laughs> Germany, and the Hockey Roos all in action. Uh, it was a 1-1 draw opening game with China and Australia, and uh, Australia got up on the shoots. Remember how that, or whenever Australia played, it was always both the men's and women's? Back-to-back, yeah. Yeah, like that, but so they're obviously splitting up. Well, with this game. new format, there's actually six games to, to be yeah. played, um, so... Well, they're still only playing one a day. One a day, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, obviously China don't have a men's team in the competition, but they do. But the uh, the Germans do. Yeah, it would have to align with other fixture blocks, wouldn't it, to get that third team in? Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying whether it's good. Or, well, I quite. Do, do you like the idea of separating the sexes, Matt? Is is it the right thing to do? Or is it just something, or the wrong thing to do, or is it just something that should be done on an ad? A needed basis. Fixturing works out better if we split the men and women here. Well, with education, I'm behind it because I've got two girls approaching teenagehood and I think it would be a great idea to have separate schools. Um. (laughs) You don't want boys hanging around your little girls, do you? No. But but aside from that, Um, where where does the sport think I think think both can stand alone. I don't think you need to have back-to-back games for it to be a spectacle and uh, oh. no I don't think it's necessary but it's double your money or double the value whichever way you look at it if if you if you can have that scenario is it costing you the same to get in to the one game as it was costing you to get in yeah to there's only a slight game. discount we talked about this before with you know you ship everybody out after the first game and they've got to come back in on a second ticket for the next game it's, no no I mean currently I mean, you're getting one game at the moment. Yeah. Oh, there might be an under-21s game. No, they're on the Gold Coast, on, Australia, okay. Japan. So we used to get the two games. You get the men's and women's. We talked about what happened with the crowds, but are they are they able to charge the same for the one game? So actually, it's a financial boon to split them up. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but you've got double, you've got double your, your cost in getting things set up, oh, though, haven't you? you? So you that's, that's where your saving is. I think you pass on a bit of that saving with a combined ticket, and then, anyway. uh, yeah. I actually like the idea of the the World Cups being played together, but not necessarily other tournaments underneath them. Like like we've seen in South Africa with the World Cup, indoor World Cup. Mm. I mean, and you could make the outdoor World Cup a proper month long tournament, Matt. I didn't. Where hear, games could breathe. I didn't hear um, too many complaints online about. Oh, look at the bloody crowds for these eight o'clock in the morning games um, in South Africa. They're right. a bit sparse, and quite rightly so. Well, that, that, and in some ways, I think the organisers realise this when they're... I, I dare say it's the same every time you yeah, have Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't as matter. we talked about the crowds in India following the same pattern as in every other World Cup yeah. as far as what happens when the host nation gets booted. Now, thanks to Ben Rennie, uh, who started out doing some uh, Instagram takeover work for us, and then I think the hockey probably got a bit too serious uh, for the boys there. Uh, the results they, did get a little they bit are, depressing. They, they are, of course, the kings of Oceania after beating New Zealand yes. uh, 7-2 in the 11th-12th playoff game. Iran beating the USA in the men's uh, bronze medal match there. Oh, the med- medals, two, Matt, two, two, two comps running for yes, I think the it Iranians. Only, it only goes to prove that... Um, we need another format to give lesser nations an opportunity to win tournaments, Matt. I mean, once again, indoor world dominated by the hockey powerhouse Iran. Uh, I mean, well, they did beat the USA. 
men's team in the uh, in the third fourth playoff game there. Big game that one. So yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, incredible for USA. I mean, they're nowhere near um, that kind of level of performance on an eleven aside format. No. Now, I mean, let's see how they go with what's the um, the number less than six. Four? Yeah, those hockey fours or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I we were talking before it did went to air, and um, did make the comment that great for the US to get where they did in indoor, but I don't think and and indoors are, are, the indoor World Cup is a, a tournament that lots of nations take seriously. You only have to look at the way it's played and the level of skill that oh, goes. Some on. of the hockey it's, was just sensational. You know, it's, it's it was really good. It's truly elite. Now, if all the nations put out truly elite hockey five sides, where do you reckon the US would end up? You know, well, you know, um, of course, um, flog twenty twenty third. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, do you want? Did you want a number? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty twenty five. That'll do. Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. Twenty. Joint twenty third. And that's why indoor is a perfect complement to the outdoor yeah, game. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I give it all with it, John. Do we have the indoor outdoor argument now? No, we don't. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't an argument. Well, oh, you mean about playing indoor hockey outdoors, or outdoor hockey indoors, or the way? It's more about the terminology well, of the game. Well, they do train on full size under pillow um, uh, fields in Germany, don't they? In the, in the winter and other places in Europe, and play outdoor hockey indoor. There is a roof there. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's no, well, so that's, got pos- that's possible. In, in the past, I've posted that um, perhaps instead of calling it indoor outdoor, it's elevens and fives, elevens and sixes, not fives. We, <laughs> we want we do, want do five want players on the field and a goalie. That would be right. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that was my position. I thought that would help change the way we perceive the game and blah blah blah, but. I'm not so sure it is. I think indoor and outdoor are actually the quiet terms because the real, the only real difference between indoor and outdoor, okay, take the number of players, but it's the surface they play on. Wow, and and it is the surface that makes that game. And the and the rules like no raised balls, oh, no but, drilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's certain, but the major difference is the surface you're playing and on. the fact that there are deflection boards that you can play off. Which make it that's well, make a huge in, difference. No, that's no, a, that's no, a, you, a huge see, part that's of, ta- what of hockey tactics. Fi- hockey fives is just trying to make indoors for yeah, an but, outdoor surface. But, but they don't. The surface no, is the important thing. No, but the from what I've seen of hockey fives, I've watched maybe six minutes of it, something like that, over a few years. The ball's not rebounding back like it rebounds back off indoor boards. It's kind of a bit of a, a little a bounce back. The ball doesn't travel in any way similar to the way it travels on turf on indoor. The surface makes a completely different experience for the player. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, yeah, I agree, yeah, I agree yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. So I think you can't have those sorts of surfaces exposed to the elements outdoors, can you? You can't just have an out... An, no, but you can lay them like the Balgatex turfs that have been laid. I think it's Balgatex. Certainly, they did yeah, it before. Yeah, yeah, but we're not because it's, just that's, it's that's, outside the stadium. There's the undercover um, yeah, but those, those outdoor are field. They're, those are outliers. You're never going to be able to just bung up an outdoor court next door to us, uh, an indoor court outside next door to us down at, and it'll be ruined in weeks. If it was left out, yeah, yeah. So that has to be indoor. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, it could be on some tennis courts. And you just whack it down on top and yeah, that, put it that, out, and it all, all clips in together, and away you go. 
Yeah, good luck with organising that all the time. I'm talking about something that just sits there. Like a hall does at the moment. No one's ripping up the floor out of the hall. Mate, you're giving me there. problems. I'm giving you solutions. Well, I'm not hearing any solutions, man. What do you want to know? Well, to get rid of the outlier of you can have con- deconstructing ones, I'm talking about if you just took the roof off an indoor hockey... You just, so you, you just want, you want to get rid of the word indoor from indoor hockey? No. I used to want to. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Have, we, have you just changed your mind? Or is this, In the last uh, few days. Right. Okay. No, I think we should keep the name indoor. Sure. And we should keep... The name Outdoor. We don't call it Outdoor, though, do we? We call no. it Field Hockey. Oh, don't start <laughs> that one. It's hockey. It's just hockey. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, episode 275. 25 to go to the big 300. John, how exciting. You can support us on our journey by going to patreon.com forward slash The Reverse Stick and supporting our hockey podcast endeavours with your cold, hard cash. Um, I've just got to give a quick shout-out, John. I did mention the Pro League game being played in Sydney. Um, I was listening to one of the local talk radio stations on the way here and the news reporter uh, on some days, on a Sunday, here and now and again, who does follow us on Twitter, Erin Harwood, is a hockey player, plays for Hale, I believe, here in the local Perth competition. Uh, so she's going through her sports news and she gives her what's happening in the, in the cricket and what's happening in the football and then she said, oh, and the Hockey Roos are in action playing over in Sydney in the FIH Pro League. Had a 1-1 draw and uh, winning a shootout or whatever it might be um, against China. Uh, and then went on to some uh, basketball news. And then right at the end, the main presenter, a guy called Simon Beaumont, nickname, nickname is Bowie, um, says, oh, well done. Yeah, not Bowie. He said, no, I don't think so. No, 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 <laughs> thanks. Um, Thanks, Ezra. Well done for getting a hockey reference in there. You never fail if you can get the opportunity. And uh, she's, she's had a little chuckle. on her. <laughs> Thanks, Bully. Uh, I, I mean, Bowie. <laughs> Bring back the bully. And I was it's, like, it's getting in there. Well, I, well, this is it, but I didn't know whether, whether that was intended um, or not then from Erin. But it was nice work regardless. I enjoyed that. I'm glad you brought up something that happened on local radio because I heard something on local radio I wanted to bring up as well. Okay. And... um. It was really interesting, in a hockey context, although not talking about hockey and not a hockey person. I heard um, Justin Langer interviewed the other day. For those of you who don't know, Justin Langer is a cricket player who was also recently the coach of the Australian men's cricket team. And uh, he's just been appointed to the ICC, some ICC board uh, that overlooks rules and all that sort of stuff. And... uh, I reckon it would be fair to say when, as a coach, Justin would be from the toughen up princess, get better school of coaching. Mm -hmm. Very exclusive club in this modern era, I would have thought, Matt. I believe our club coach is a member of that (laughs) particular club. But anyway, um, can't be full on, Justin Langer. They asked him about what his thoughts were going into this new role and what, what he would try and do. And the first comment he made was, well... The first thing I want to do is, uh, you know, it's about the 95%, not the 5%. And went on to explain that, you know, the the top of the tree that plays the game is a very minute uh, sample of everybody that plays the game. Yeah. And Now, when you say tree, you're talking willow? Okay. 
Talking of Willow? Oh, Birch. Oh. Willow. Could be a Willow. Anyway, um, the point being that here's a guy going in a position that understands what the core strength of his sport is. Yeah. And it's, and rules that can, that you think will, you should apply at the top 5% aren't necessarily going to work for the other 95% of uh-huh. what's going uh-huh. on. And I just thought that was a very refreshing view for someone to take into a role like that. Yep. Especially because when you go, you're at the IOC, it's elite level, you played elite cricket all your life. You've coached elite cricket, and your comment is we've got to worry about the 95%. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice if some hockey administrators took that on board. Well, we're told it is about the 95% in some countries, um, but they tend to be much lower numbers of players in those countries that there are um, in others. Well, are they countries that are perhaps lower ranked on the um, FIH world rankings, would you suggest? Well, I mean, you, I don't know. I'd be unkind for me to pick out any, any particular country. Let, let's say a developing nation that have only joined the, the FIH in the past 10 years. Now, there's okay. people there giving it a good crack, having a go, but realistically there's, and we talk about this all the time and it annoys me, but there's 200 hockey players there. Now, if their coach tells those 200 people that hockey fives is a good idea and this is going to be good for us, well, then you've got pretty much 100% of the support of all hockey players in that nation. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> True. And then you could then pull a stat out and find 20 countries like that. And they can say, look, I can find you at least 20 countries where 100% of hockey players are behind this. And it's about three and a half thousand people. Yeah. So, I don't know what my point was. Um, but well, you, it's an you, interesting you, one. Yeah, thanks. Well, whatever it was. Yeah. But it was going to lead me back into more fun. So, just, so if anybody does that. know what my point is, please send an email to Matt at the reverse stick or John at the reverse stick dot net. You can let him know on Twitter net. too, can't you? You can, and, and Facebook Facebook's and Instagram, all at the reverse stick. Join us there. Or if you like to make it really personal... Do the email. Oh, you mentioned the emails. Yeah. Use all your rude words in the email. Yeah, and stop sending me those photos. <laughs> Whoops, wrong sting. That's all right. Um, back to fives. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Uh, no. No. Because uh, I was going to talk about this synergy between outdoor, indoor, and fives. Because fives is just trying to make indoors outdoor, so the FIH doesn't. Olympics don't have to double up on venues because you can't play indoor on an outdoor field. You can't play indoor on, on an AstroTurf and it be the same game as it is played on boards. Anyway. No. So Unless you take the same boards out there. So it comes, it comes back to uh, this whole thing about fives going to the Olympics because they, they want hockey at the Olympics. Who does? Hockey does. Do they? Mate... The founding mandated reason... Hang on, they, we, what are you all talking about? We. No, the founding mandated reason for the FIH to exist is to ensure hockey remains in the Olympics. That's the reason it's created. And that's still the reason it exists, is to make sure that we're still in the Olympic movement. So if you're told you're not going to be in the Olympics because... You're too big a footprint and the surface is single use and blah, 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 blah. No one watches. Uh, 
then what are you going to do? You're going to come up, try and come up with another format that doesn't have as large. Look, we don't use up as much resources as we used to anymore. Do you think, um, Mr. Uh, sorry, what's his name? Popeye Bark and, uh, his cronies after, um, everything that's going on with Russia and Belarus and Ukraine, obviously at the moment, is going to be in, in any kind of position in two, three years time. Gee, he knows how to say the wrong thing, doesn't he? Thomas, no, but that's all right. We'll, we'll give him. We'll give him another friendship award from the FIH. We will. We will. Um, Olympic qualifiers. Mm. Now, some news come out of the FIH about the Olympic qualifiers. You'll love this, Matt. Come on, hurry up. Uh, from Lausanne in Switzerland, as approved by the International Olympic Committee the IOC and the International Hockey Federation, FIH Executive Board last year, the qualification pathway for the Paris 2024 Olympic Hockey Tournament per gender will be as follows. There will be a host nation, one team, Matt, on the basis that both teams, I didn't know this, men's and women's, have satisfied the FIH criteria of achieving a ranking of 25 or better in the FIH World Rankings since the end of the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. So I'm not. I didn't realise that that uh, that criteria existed, did you? Because uh, I didn't but know I Brazil were in the top twenty-five. No, I think but, it might have changed. No, but I think there was a big deal about getting them up there. Um, was it? Yeah. Okay. Either way, it's there. Um, now you have to achieve a ranking of twenty-five or better in the FIH World Rankings since the end of the Olympic Games, Tokyo, twenty twenty. Yeah. So. At some time between when the World Cup started and the and the Tokyo when the next Olympics started and the previous Olympics finished, you must have finished in the top twenty five somewhere in there. Mm. Is that what that would generally? Well, mean? Just, just once, once, just once. Or what, one week, one, yeah. one round. We just need a screenshot. Yeah, that's it. Well, let's get in touch with a couple of nations. Say, do you mind if we suspend you for a week? <laughs> what, why is that? Well, we just got to get France up to twenty fifth in the rankings. Oh, look. I've, we shouldn't really take the piss out of them because it's not their fault. Did the Brazilian but women? No, that's fine. I'm did the Brazilian women women play in Rio though? Don't know. Probably not. Can't remember. Now, continental. There will be five teams that qualify through continental federate through continental competitions, right? They will be uh, the Africa Hockey Road to Paris 2023 because they don't actually have a proper continental federation, do they? Because South Africa very rarely doesn't turn up and Egypt wins it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Pan American Games 2023, the Asia Games 2023, the Euro Hockey Championship 2023 with an asterisk and the Oceania Cup 2023. That's how you qualify to the Olympics through your federation. Get to the no, read the, well, the, you know, the asterisk so quickly though. Should France also win the Euro Hockey Championship 2023, the second place nation will not subsequently qualify, but the quota place will be allocated to the FIH Olympic qualification tournaments below. Anyway, we'll get to those qualification tournaments. The FIH Olympic qualification tournaments, there'll be six teams. There'll be two FIH Hockey Olympic qualification tournaments per gender, consisting of eight teams each held in early 2024. As announced last year, the number of teams from each continent 
participating in these tournaments is based on quotas determined according to the FIH World Rankings of the 31st of January 2023. On this basis, here are the continental quotas. Now, wait, this is a changed system, isn't it? Excuse me? This system has changed. Has it? What makes you think that? Well, we two FIH Olympic Olympic qualification tournaments per gender consisting of eight teams each. So that's 16, 32 teams. So... Those, ba- those, well, the Olympic qualifiers we had last. I remember we had the Russians come down here to play the hockey ruse. Yeah, uh, that was playoff games, wasn't it? Yeah. So have they have they changed? The, I think they've changed it. So now what they'll do is they'll go uh, the number of they'll go to each continent, and you're getting two spots. So who are the two no, next ranked teams? No, wasn't the, didn't the playoffs come from two different groups? Well, we might get there yet. I think they did, didn't they? What'll be in, what's interesting is uh, the number of qualification spots you get now. I'll go through them and then we'll talk about it. For the women's Olympic qualifiers, Asia get four, Europe get eight spots, Oceania gets one, and Pan America gets three. That's for the woman qualifiers. Africa, zip, nothing. Men's Olympic qualifiers, Africa gets one, Asia five, Europe seven, Oceania one, Pan America two. Interesting how, but uh, Africa zero in the women's side of it. But they can still qualify through. Let's be away from them to qualify. Now, the teams but, filling each quota and therefore invited to participate will be based on their performance at the continental championship. Yeah, so they can still go through via their continental championship. That's right, isn't no, it? You no, have a winner. No, okay. the winners of all the, the winners, continental championships the go through. The winners are qualified there. Yeah, and then. This is the for Olympic what's qualification left. tournaments. Yeah, for what for what's left. So those original ones, they qualify. They're through to the Olympics. The winner. Five teams, yes. So, so the winner of Africa does qualify in the women's, but there isn't a backup spot in the Olympic qualifiers. That's it. The there's one women's Africa team going, where there's an opportunity for two with men because there's the winner of the men's African Championship and one spot. But to get to that qualifier, <clears throat> see, there's... You've got to be ranked two or three. Okay, so what they'll do, say, for the women's Olympic qualifiers is eight spots available to Europe. So based on the world rankings on January 31st, 2023, the next eight eight ranked sides, apart from not the French one, the uh, France won't count, but the next ranked sides, eight places, will qualify. There will be no to- other tournament than that. That's how they'll qualify. So, last time around, originally originally 12 teams were to take part in the Olympic qualifiers. These teams were drawn into six pairs, each pair playing a two-match aggregate score series. The winner of each series qualified for the Olympics as Japan won the 2018 Asian Games, thereby, thereby qualifying twice. There were 14 teams, seven of whom qualified. So, the way to get to the Olympics this time around is through a continental qualification to yep. win that and then... Perform well at your continental confederation. Uh, well, perform well. Either win it or, no, perf- or perform rankings. well. It's on world rankings. You've just got to win. <laughs> You've just got to win. And then we have the conclusion once again. If you want to appear in big tournaments, you need to win. And when you get to those big tournaments, if you want to win, you need to win. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah, That's yeah, excellent. Win. That's good. It's clear. The teams filling each quota and therefore invited to participate will be based on their performance at Continental Championship. 
So the top three teams from each of the Olympic qualification tournaments, the two men's, two women's, so six from each side, will go through. The teams, um, where is the other one? Yes. So selected for the playoffs, the 12 yes. teams in two groups of six. Yes, that's how it goes. Yeah. The bidding process for hosting the Olympic qualification tournaments will be released in a couple of weeks. Uh, 12 teams per gender will play, with each squad consisting of 16 athletes. Hooray. Proper hockey tournament. Next, they'll announce they're getting rid of interchange. Oh. You're dreaming. Yeah. You're dreaming. Um, uh, 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 so, can, can that's so how you qualify. Win. See, the latest uh, Euro indoor in Turkey's had to be cancelled, and I think it was the men's is cancelled. Uh, Very sad. Yeah, there's uh, more a, a decision to be made on the Women's Championship in Alanya coming up fairly soon. Uh, Big support if you can. You see someone rattling a tin, drop some coins in. Yeah, drop some coins in. Um, shout out to Patreon supporter, friend of the show, Stephen Findo, Finlater, winner of the Graham Wilson Award for Outstanding Services to Hockey Journalism uh, at the Hockey Writers Club Awards last week. Congratulations, Findo. Didn't get there for Didn't... it, but Rod Gilmore picked, it, picked up his, um, his gong oh, did he? for him. Yeah. Oh, good. Which is nice. Um, so, congrats, Findo. Absolutely well-deserved. What a champion of hockey. Oh, definitely. And Irish hockey and just a general animal man. Good bloke. Indeed. Uh, and that's it from me, John. Yeah, I haven't got much more. You no. got anything planned for the week of hockey? Sure. Uh, yeah, back into a normal flow. I've got to do the, the kids' coaching tomorrow. Oh. A bit of the club, the 50s on Monday, <laughs> fives on Tuesday, 40s away on Wednesday, semi-final time. Um... Thursday's family it's hockey back on the pitch. <laughs> Friday, Friday night uh, hockey, um, and then uh, Saturday off hockey and Friday, and I'll probably be here. And uh, uh, Sunday hockey. Yeah. Oh, good. So, yeah, just uh, a quiet I, one. What about you? Uh, nah, working. Uh, yeah, just working. You know right. how it is. Yeah, make a living. Well, there we go. That was a little chat, wasn't it? it was a little, a chat. little chat, hey, a little uh, ramble. Sunday afternoon. I, I heard you've been serving up marshmallows. What's that? Uh, down the club. Oh, okay. Go on. Just, no, I just heard that, oh, there's, that the sport's been infiltrated by marshmallows in the last 15 years. Good luck if you're out on the pitch this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, if you get anywhere near that goal or there's someone you don't like, give it a whack. <laughs>